Good morning. Welcome to the Speditorial Podcast with your host, Justin Ashley with Mesa Public Schools. How are we doing? I know it's been a hot second since you've received a podcast. Unfortunately, tea is out. It's unfortunate for us. Um, So I am going to do the podcast without her. And there probably won't be any funny gifs or memes or noises or laughs or anything like that. Um, So this is going to be a raw, unedited, uncut version of the podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Hopefully I don't flub on my words. Let's get into it. For some reminders, uh, let's be mindful of our IEP compliance checklists. They should be sent in with paperwork um, to the Special Education Records Department. If it's filled out correctly, nine times out of ten, you won't receive an email from me saying, hey, we are missing X, Y, and Z. Please send it in as soon as you are able. So the whole point of the IEP compliance checklist is to cut down on emails. So maybe we're just not reading the IEP compliance checklist, which is fine. You're just gonna get an email from me. Super annoying, I know, but that's just how it works. I do wanna remind you though that the IEP compliance checklist is not necessary for any amendments. We don't need it for that because we just really need it for the annual. And when you do an amendment only, typically a few items are adjusted in an amendment. So, yeah. This is a big one. If you have any IEP or a MET that is due on or before, on or before, let me say it again, on or before September 15th, it should be completed this academic school year. If this is news to you, you better get on it. (laughs) We put this out quite a bit. So again, any MET or IEP due on or before September 15th, It should be completed this year if there are issues with completing the designated IEP or MET. Please communicate that with me and we will come up with a game plan as to the next steps. Parent Involvement Survey is open until May 31st, 2022. So please remember to have conversations with parents and guardians and community members um, regarding the survey so they could submit the response. We're not asking you to write a letter to communicate with your entire caseload. That's not what we're asking. We're only asking to bring it up casually in a conversation if you talk to the parent or if you have an IEP meeting, that would probably be better because you can just bring it up there. Hey, did you fill out the ADE parent involvement survey? No, here's your code. This is where you go. This is the link. There you go. Game done. Cool. Keep in the back of your mind, May 9th. That's our closeout date for IEPs and METs. Those procedures are posted on our special education website. The guidance on the drop-off procedures has been sent to department chairs and site leads. Also, directors have access to that as well. If there are any questions on that, please email me and I'd be happy to answer those questions for you. I do realize that there are going to be some METs and IEPs completed after the May 9th date, and that's okay. You just need to give me that student ID and give me the game plan so you do not get any annoying emails from me. 
Okay? Okay. Lastly, if you're interested in summer employment on a part-time basis with Mesa Public Schools, please review that news feed that was sent out prior to spring break. There's a live link in there just to show your general interest in participating in summer evaluations. Amy Anson and myself will be running uh, summer evaluations this year, as well as Samara. Samara Wade will do the preschool most likely, and then we'll handle school age, Amy and I. Okay, let's get into some of these questions. There were some good ones, and because I had originally done a podcast, T went out, so I, I'm going to put a couple more questions in this podcast because I didn't get to, you know, ask or give you answers to those. So let's get into those. Document date question. This is a good one. What document dates need to have the same, what documents need to have the same dates? That's the question. So when you're doing an IEP or completing an IEP, the IEP document date and the PWN document date has to be the same. Now, the services in the IEP must match the implementation date in the PWN. We're still seeing quite a few errors in PWNs with dates. So please be mindful of that. Double check your work if you need me to, you know, review your work before finalizing it. That's cool. Just send me an email. I'd be happy to do so because that is my job. Okay. So I hope we have that all squared away. Um, again, questions, reach out. It's just easier to email or give me a call. Email is usually better because sometimes I'm out of the office. Okay, when is the MSAA testing window? And that window is from March 14th to April 29th. For additional information on that, reach out to your department chair site lead or your instructional coach. Um, Lindsay Massey is heading that uh, with her department specialist, Christine Davis. I'm sure if you haven't done it in an appropriate time frame, I'm sure you probably got an email from one of them. Next question, do we have to do transition amendments if I have a student going from 6th to 7th? No, <laughs> you don't, but the team should review the IEP and consult with the 7th grade teacher. We really need that team collaboration between 6th grade, 7th grade, 8th grade to ninth grade because those environments change a bit. So if you believe that your student in 6th grade is going to have a change in their environment, a significant change, I definitely would invite a seventh grade team member so that they can give you some tips on how to develop some of those IEPs with junior high in mind or going a step further with high school in mind. If you have questions on that, again, reach out to me, reach out to your area director. Um, we'll be happy to navigate that with you as to how those, how those services look. Next question, is it okay to have less than four progress reports tied to an IEP? And the simple answer is yes. There are instances where a student wouldn't have four progress reports, such as when a student transfers in from another district or the team decides to move up an IEP process way earlier than expected. So I've been getting some questions saying, oh no, this kid only has three progress reports or Sometimes they'll have five progress reports because the IEP went out of compliance because 
they either transferred in with out of compliance documentation, uh, there was a scheduling conflict. So yes, it's absolutely okay to have less than three, but it's also okay to have more than three, four, okay? If you have questions on that, just let me know. I'd be happy to, again, answer those questions for you. I'm pretty on top of my emails for the most part. Um, I try to get back to teachers within a few hours because I know you guys are just dying for your questions to be answered so you can move forward in specific process. Next question, I have a student that has specially designed instruction in writing but zero goals to support the instruction. Should I amend the IEP? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hard yes. If you're going to have a goal, you probably should have specially de designed instruction so you can monitor that goal and determine if there's progress being made, right? So absolutely, you should be doing that. Or vice versa. So if you have a goal with no SDI, that's crazy. And also flip side, if there's no goal but you have SDI, that's also a little crazy. Like why would there be SDI without a goal? We want those all tracked. Right team? That way we can determine if the student's making progress. Just saying. Okay. Then lastly, I think I only had six questions this time. That's it's not that it's not that bad. Can a team just dismiss speech services at an IEP meeting? So this has come up quite a bit, and this is a very tricky question, but it is possible to dismiss those speech services. However, if it's an established eligibility, the team should go through the RedMet process to determine the qualification. If you need further guidance on that, Guru Queen Amy Anson is all-knowing and she will be able to guide you with those specifics. SLP area, that's her, that's her jam. That's where she's at. She knows everything about everything when it comes to speech services because she's amazing. Okay, that's it with the questions. Um, I had quite a bit of comments on that podcast bloopers. Um, the funny one was from Julie Yand. She said, thanks for sharing the blooper. It was funny. We do appreciate, appreciate you. Thanks, Julie. I try my bestest. And then Lori Lowe's, she's an SLP. She said, I almost couldn't watch the whole thing. I felt too sad for Justin. I know, T is so mean to me. We miss you, T. Okay. Um, we had a podcast winner. That was Ruth Sullivan. The question was, where do you go for interpreters or translation? And if you're in a pickle, who do you contact? So where do you go for interpreters and translation? That's on our special education website. You log in using your active uh, credentials. And then on the right-hand side, there is a interpreter translate translation button. All you do is click that and you follow that flow chart and it will help navigate you in that process. And then if you're really in a pickle, who do you contact? That's Grace O'Connor, Gretchen Kaiser's department specialist. Uh, she's overseeing that area. So congratulations, Ruth. I believe you already got your little gifts because I think you sent me an email. I think there's a little bit before or after spring break. So it's been some time, guys. It's been some time. As for the compliance shout outs, there was quite a few last time. Um, I'm just going to do the ones that I just did because the ones I did last time was in March and now we're in April. So, um, 
schools that are co currently in compliance with everything. This is April 1st and backwards. So April 1st and prior. You have Adams, Crisman, Eisenhower, Falcon Hill, all of the Franklins, Alma, Brimhall, East and West, Holmes, Las Endes, Longfellow, Madison, Jordan, MDLP, Red Mountain Ranch, Robson, Salk, Taylor Jr., Washington, Webster, and Zaharis. Congratulations, teams. You did it. It's pretty impressive. Okay. Um, I'm sure we're all aware that we had those few schools that were in compliance all year, and we still have four that have been in compliance all year. So special out to Chrisman Elementary, Mesa Center for Success at Jordan, MDLP, and Robson Elementary. Kudos to you in getting everything completed in a timely manner. Makes my job 10 times easier. Okay, so the question for next time is a good one. And we've been getting some questions on this quite a bit. And it has to do with home-based instruction versus homeschooled versus homebound. I want to know, just know the difference. So the first person that can explain the difference between home-based instruction, homeschooled, and homebound, we'll get a prize. I hope I did okay in this podcast. I think I kept it relatively short, about 14 minutes. Again, this is raw, unedited, uncut version of Justin Ashley. I think I did okay. A lot of times I flub on my words and I get super nervous because T will call me out not using my hands or saying, um, she picks out all my little triggering points. I think I did okay this time, guys. I think I did. I think I'm learning it and I don't know why I get super nervous doing these. And it's not like I can't just hit stop, delete and record again. You know what I mean? Like no one's in here. It's just me. So ask me why I get nervous, I don't know. Maybe because I know it's going public? Maybe, I don't know. So thanks for listening. Again, I apologize that the podcast hasn't gone out in a timely fashion. It's very unlike me, um, but we just have tea, our favorite tea. She's just been out. Um, so that's that, I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me. I'd be happy to assist in any way possible. And I will probably do another podcast in the next coming weeks because we are wrapping things up. I know teams are trying to get everything in order and finalized before that May 9th date, um, which I'm really excited for because it just makes the end of the school year just go much smoother. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day.